Over the surface of the dragon's scrying pool, the shiver of waves reflected a band of men and women in borrowed armor, the last handful of whom were trying to fight off an unusually well-equipped group of orcs. At least a score of the humans lay on the ground, their blood seeping into the early frost. Andaruanarthix lashed his tail. He waved a claw over the water, and the image vanished. A waste, he thought. An utter waste. A ringing interrupted his thoughts, followed by the whistling roar of another dragon's voice. Your army has fallen, said Magalan Aerith, the clutchmate of Andorinarix's sire. Darun growled a warning trill. I do not know what you mean, he sent back. Don't pretend to be stupid, Magalan Aerith said. The claw test. Those humans were yours, everyone suspects. Darun drummed his claws on the stone floor of his cave. It was a magnificent cave, even if it weren't decorated by the goodly amount of treasure he'd amassed at his young age, it would be a cave to marvel at. The walls were scalloped and sparkling with mosaics of crystals, their exposed edges polished with time. The ceiling was high and dramatic, a cathedral of earth spangled with stalactites. A worm twice Darun's age would be lucky to have the cavern for a lair, he thought. Not that Magalanerith and the others would admit it. I know the move was yours, Magalanerith went on, and Darun could picture the old green dragon sneering down at his own scrying glass, watching the orcs tear the last of the humans apart. No one else would be so forward. You see forwardness, I see an aggressive move. You forget yourself and play another game. Zorvintal is not for the rash. I was not rash, Darun snapped. The silence that followed was full of his father's clutchmate's smugness. I was careful, he amended in calmer tones. The humans thought they were helping a village at the base of the mountains, who in turn thought they were avoiding the fate some travelers convinced them would fall upon them in a few ten days. I was ready for Karshinovin's orcs. Magalanerith snorted. Not nearly ready enough. Everyone knew you had sent your pieces out in rags to play as travelers. Do you wonder that no one staked any treasure on your winning? Everyone knew your move and knew you would fail. But only Darun had known Karshinovin had maneuvered through her minions to put a band of orcs into play. No one would mention that. They would only say what a clever move Karshinovin had made. Darun would be forced to agree. He had grudgingly staked a casket of gold on the bronze dragon's success, but thrice that on his own. The orcs were a clever move, but he'd been hoping Karshinovin would pull back when she realized the orcs were going to attack humans. Knowing Karshinovin, she'd managed to find an extraordinary tribe of orcs who had a good reason to raid the village. It is not about winning every encounter, Darun said. Magalanerith fell silent for a moment, and Darun suspected he'd caught the old green off guard. He lashed his tail against the ledge of the scrying pool. They'd all assumed he was too young to be patient, too young to play the game. But with every loss, he was learning, gaining on their graying hides, finding holes in the restrictive rules of Zorvintal.
He turned his attention briefly to the other voice that whispered in his mind, a dark, distant voice. Cold and alien and full of magic, the voice he'd lured to him by painstaking ritual and tricked into imbuing him with the magic of a dying star. Learning to play Zorvintal had stripped away what magic he'd had, what magic all his fellow players, the Taldoraks, had. It was one of the oldest rules of Zorvintal. To gain, first you must lose. But only Dayrun wielded the star's powers. He had an edge.